This is Hallway Chats, where we meet people who use WordPress. We ask questions, and our guests share their stories, ideas, and perspectives. And now the conversation begins. This is episode 125. Welcome to Hallway Chats. I'm Tara Clays. And I'm Liam Dempsey. Today, we're joined by Matt Medeiros. Matt Medeiros is the host of thematreport.com, and you can find him in his day job over at pagely.com. Before I, I say hello to Matt, I'm just going to share that we're going to step away from our format a little bit and do something very, very different in terms of our normal conversation. And this is really, and obviously, in light of the coronavirus and all the change and chaos and headache and stress and I suppose, even positive moments that are coming out of it. So with this change in context, I'm going to go ahead and say welcome, Matt. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. You guys, uh, you know, we we have the pre-show and then we have the show. And and you two go into a podcasting mode like I've never seen before. (laughs) The voices come down. It is just this this epic experience. And I'm I'm glad to be here. Oh, we're really glad to have you here, Matt. Uh, you have um, a very long podcast history, and uh, you are well known in the WordPress community. But I will ask you for those who don't know you, if you can tell us a little bit more about yourself. Yeah, so I do a podcast all about uh, WordPress entrepreneurs and uh, business folks over at MattReport.com. I've been doing it now for about seven years. Started an agency about a decade ago. Um, recently, well, not even not even recently. Anyway, so fast time goes by. A couple years back, I got out of that game, and uh, now I'm over at Pagely.com, which is a managed WordPress host, and I am the holding the illustrious title of account executive, (laughs) where I help usher people into products uh, over at Pagely, and I also host a local podcast, that of which I'm pretty sure we'll talk about today uh, in my local market, SouthCoast.fm is the uh, URL for that, where I do literally the same thing, except for local entrepreneurs, uh, and highlight their stories and help them uh, be heard in our local market. That's really interesting. I have not listened to that podcast, but I've read about it. And I know that you do it. And especially recently, I read um, how you're helping your local community in the current crisis that we're facing. Can you tell us a little bit about how you got started with that concept? And also, what your communities like that, um, it, how difficult was it to launch this and have it become something? What's the business community like there? Is it very connected? All of those things. Tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah. So the South coast of Massachusetts is conveniently wedged between, uh, an hour ish South of Boston and about 25 minutes ish, uh, uh, East of Providence, Rhode Island, which is the capital of Rhode Island if folks that don't know. Um, so we're in this real, and then in between us is, or on the sides of us are, uh, uh Cape Cod, which is a, a very prominent sort of vacation touristy spot. Um, and then, uh, Nantucket and Martha's Vineyard are literally in visual distance on a clear day from the shorelines, uh, of our beaches. So we sit in like this, this place where there's just a lot of traffic moving through us and, and, and away from us, uh, in New Bedford, which is the the larger of the of the two closest cities here um, was once the whaling capital of the world and is actually still one of the uh, if not the largest fishing port in 
I want to say the U.S. Um, and even ahead of Alaska, I think. You have to check the facts on that, but pretty large, either one or two. <laughs> um, and my family has been doing business in this region for forever, right? Forever. My grandfather started and sort of my background is my grandfather started one of the very first Mazda dealerships ever to be in the country back in the late 70s or early 70s. And then uh, my family ran a car dealership ever since then, all the way up until, um, you know, cresting over the 2000s. I think we got out of the game in 2007. And uh, my family uh, had always had roots in the local community because of the business. And um, we ran the, the agency, my father and I, for uh, about 10 years. And of course, tons of community interaction there. Uh, there's no way about it, uh, around it. And then uh, sort of once I started doing all of this internet stuff with like the Matt Report, Pagely, and even like the WordPress stuff in general, um, I needed to circle back and, and create something that was uh, local-centric again. Uh, just part of me to sort of give back to the community um, and also that the, the business community was recently, in the last few years, uh, there was a, a proper business accelerator that came to town. A uh, company named uh, eForall, eForall.org, and it is a nonprofit business accelerator. <clears throat> and there's two cohorts every year: is a spring and a in a winter. And then they bring in, you know, about a dozen or so people who are interested in building businesses. With you could either have an idea or you could have a, a well thought out business plan. And you get into this cohort once you once you apply. They go with 90 day sprint through this accelerator program. They learn everything soup to nuts from I don't know, accounting, legal. Real retail space, web and marketing. And I'm a mentor in that program. And I, I connect with other business builders in that. And I, and I help them launch their business through that program. And um, once I started to see the buzz, you know, start to, to accumulate, like we see in the WordPress world or the traditional tech world, I was like, you know what, now's the time to strike with, with a podcast, right? Uh, doing exactly what I do with the Matt Report, except in my local community, to maybe muster up some opportunity later on in the years for, um, you know, any kind of opportunity, uh, but maybe even specifically for my children, right? I mean, my father and my family and his family before that built the car dealership. I mean, it was always a great opportunity for me to go and work there, number one, but to meet people, give back, make an income. And I was like, well, WordPress isn't getting me any, you know, great seats at the local restaurants. <laughs> uh, but maybe if I started something with a local podcast, um, I can give back, I can help and maybe even build something as crazy as it sounds for for my children uh, in the future. And that was the uh, the genesis of it all. Yeah, I've heard you say that before on, on one of your many podcasts about the South Coast off that FM giving something back for your children or building something for your children. Uh, tell us a little bit about how the show has rolled out into the community and it, has it been embraced and not so much what benefits have you gotten, but what benefits have the listeners or your guests gotten from being on your show? What has that local focus meant to the local community? Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I think I've told this story before, but uh, I remember uh, episode one went out and I was at my local coffee shop when that was still legal <laughs> to go to a coffee shop. Um, this is a couple of years back when I first started it. And uh, I walked in and I was in line. Somebody's like, Hey, you're the guy from that, from that podcast. I was like, 
wow, somebody around here is listening to the Matt Report. I can't believe it. So I was like, oh, the Matt Report? And they were like, what is the Matt Report? <laughs> they were like, no, don't you do something like South Coast? And I was like, how, like, this is episode one. How is this even happening already? Like, this doesn't even make sense to me. Um, so, uh, you know, it was sort of, it was great to sort of be in that mode where people are already starting to recognize me as a podcaster. Um, but the, the, the big impact is a lot of people are just asking me how to do it, how to get into, how to get into podcasting. You know, teaching them about the return on investment and sometimes the slog that is podcasting uh, to get to climb up Amen. that mountain. Yeah, and um, you know, so it, it's been great to be able to to help and educate people and show people that podcasting isn't out of reach. Um, you know, some people think of it really tech heavy and they have to spend a lot of money. Um, quite the opposite. Uh, but, uh, and, and again, more recently now, especially with all this stuff, just being able to give somebody a platform, uh, to, to get their word out, right. Um, hard, even still in the small little pocket of South coast, Massachusetts for, you know, people to get recognized by the traditional media outlets, the newspapers, the radio stations, you know, even they're still looking for the big buzzworthy things and to have some kind of alternate media that somebody can reach to is, um, is hopefully fingers crossed a benefit to get some of this messages, these messages out. And now more so than ever uh, with the stuff that's been happening this last couple of weeks. Yeah. We have a local radio station here and some friends of mine have done um, similar kind of format uh, on the radio station. And then they've turned that into a podcast. And I think radio, the station's really struggling. And so podcasts have a lot more uh, of a future than radio, but I, I wonder about listenership. How how have you seen that grow, and how have you grown it? It's uh, it's difficult, um, but you just have to be grounded in you know in 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 some realizations, right? So the two cities I live in a city called Fall River, and about you know ten minutes down the highway is New Bedford, and that one um, you know combined we might be two hundred thousand, right? And then there's seven eight smaller towns uh, around us. So this isn't a huge, this isn't a huge space. So, you know, when I look at, you know, my numbers compared to, let's say like the Matt report, yeah, it's pretty much a fraction of that, um, you know, of that space. But what I've, what I've started to do is just measure engagement versus numbers. So I created a local Facebook group and this is like traditional things. And we'll talk about, I guess, some of the stuff today. These are like things that you hear every marketer say, start a Facebook group and start all this other stuff. Um, and the Facebook group is actually really valuable um, uh, in, in, this, in this particular case because um, people still aren't aware of podcasts and listening to podcasts and, and my God, how could they even find me <laughs> of all people when, you know, they're, you know, most people are just like, I heard Joe Rogan has a podcast and that's all they know. Um, so measuring the engagements through, uh, uh, the Facebook group and an email list, uh, has been, uh, you know, the, the, the real gauge that I look at success. And, um, a lot of people are just bringing me in to speak uh, earlier this morning. I, did a, a zoom call with that e for all program for all of their, uh, local chapters. Um, you know, and it, it's just opening up opportunity in, in different ways for me. And I don't really look at the number count, um, in this case. Yeah. That sounds like it's pretty akin to the way that Tara and I think about hallway chats that if you look at our podcast downloads, it 
very much pale in comparison to what the Matt report is doing. And the way we look at it is, is what do we get to? About 100 to 150 listens per episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes it takes a few months to get to 150. But the way we look at it is if, 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 if any one of us showed up at a, at a word camp unannounced and said, hey, I'm going to be in this room at one o'clock this afternoon answering some questions about my life and how I live and what I think and what my experience is. And 150 people showed up. That'd be pretty impressive. You know, we're, yeah. we're just talking to use your phrase. We're talking to the, the digital blue collar workers and, and that we could fill a room of people who just want to hear their stories is uh, something I think Tara and I consider real success, even if even yeah. if it's not podcasting success in that sense. Right. Yeah. It's a service to them so that they can share it with their friends and family and clients and whoever they want to share it with as well. So, um, yeah. Yeah. I think I want to ask you, because I've been thinking about this as we knew we were going to be talking to you, is the idea of our WordPress community being so, I think, rightfully prideful about our no borders, global connection, right? We are very focused on the fact that we don't live near each other and that we are friends with each other across the world and how much that drives our relationships in WordPress. And here we are at a time where that is still really important, but as you're finding and as we're finding when we have clients who are local, you know, your local connections are so important at a time of crisis and knowing your neighbors, knowing your your local businesses and helping them survive is something I don't think as, as WordPress entrepreneurs, we necessarily think about. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people, you know, we, we sort of get, I don't want to say we get, we get taught this, but we, we absorb it, right. Where it's just like, Oh, you don't want to go to, you know, if you're going to build a business, don't be doing it at your local chamber. There's plenty of opportunity online to optimize and Google SEO and products and digital learning. And and we sort of get fed this idea of opportunity, which isn't wrong. It's just a different opportunity of doing everything online, right? Every agency owner, not, I shouldn't say every, but I know like when I was five years into building the agency, it was just like, man, I got to do this thing called digital products because I am so sick of talking, talking to people. <laughs> I'm so sick and tired of the hand-to-hand combat. So you immediately go to, how do I remove myself from this you know, human interaction only to find out that building products probably takes 10x more human interaction than you actually realize. Um, and then it sort of just comes full circle when, when it's in times like this, um, or, you know, like my impetus for, for the South Coast FM podcast is like, I mean, WordPress isn't, like I said, isn't doing me anything in my local community. And that's fine. Maybe some people, it doesn't matter to them, right? It's just instilled in me to like uh, do something local, give back local. And how can I use my particular skill set, you know, to, to give back at that capacity? And, you know, that's either a challenge for some people or just, you know, second nature. Matt, I want to, I want to ask you to go into that, um, a bit more. You, you shared a video on YouTube earlier, a few days ago anyway, about practical ways that folks with our skill sets, uh, the ability to get websites online to 
do some kind of digital marketing. And even if we've never done it before, we've done enough of this type of stuff that we can figure out how to get Facebook live up and running kind of thing or whatever the example might be. Can you share some of those ideas not to take traffic away from your own YouTube video? And certainly we'll, we'll share that in our show notes and in the transcript, but maybe you can just tell us a little bit about what you shared there, because I thought it was particularly direct and helpful and practical the uh, one of the early lessons in my life was back in i think it was high school it might have been middle school i think it was high school and they had like this it might have even been called like some kind of like entrepreneurial program and it was like a pilot program where they were trying to get get students to you know become entrepreneurs and it might not have been that like particular label but the point of it was is like you get to like you know have this skill set and sort of document it and write about it and, and present it and like i was probably like many people listening to this like that was that it person in the school like when the teacher couldn't figure it out it was like i would help out um you know and this is back in the day when we used to have printers and printer cables and you had to like installing a printer was really complex and i remember sitting with the head of the, the woman that was the head of this program and it was, it was like she was coming up with the curriculum i was like one of the, the test students and she said, okay, well, <clears throat> write up how to do, how to connect a printer to a computer. And I was like, it's, it's the, the, who doesn't know how to do this? This is the easiest thing. You plug it in Windows, you put in some drivers. And she was like, listen, these are skills that people don't know. And, and, and you know it, it's second nature to you and other people don't, and you have value there. And that was like, an, like as crazy as it sounds when I was in it, I couldn't understand what she was talking about at the time. Um, fast forward many, many, many years later, um, what I recently did in the local market, um, when all of this stuff was going down and knowing that I couldn't just quickly get, you know, whatever, 20 or even a dozen businesses lined up to do a podcast with me to get their message out. I simply took to, to Google docs and I created a Google docs form that spit out to a publicly accessible Google spreadsheet. And I just put it out on all of my local social channels. And I said, if you're a small business being affected by this thing, fill out this form, you know, drop in your, your business name, location, website. And I had a couple of questions like, you know, how is it impacting your business? Do you think it's going to impact you financially? Do you have to send people home and work from home? Just a quick little five or six question survey. And um, I just had it, you know, this, the local business community passed it around. And I said, if, you know, if you just want to share your feedback this will help us all collectively to figure out what's going on and like how are we being impacted and if we can share this data at the end or throughout this um, maybe somebody can reach out to help you it's just a way to create opportunity for everybody as crazy as it sounds like to say find opportunity here but maybe somebody sees this list and they say ah i know how to help this person right i see what their pain point is i know how to whatever send a bunch of orders their way somehow some way um so I passed it around, shopped it to a couple of businesses and it got picked up by both local papers. And, um, you know, one of them tweeted it out. Another one wrote up an article about it in the, in the local newspaper. So it got more eyeballs on it. And it's about, you know, 30 or 35 businesses have filled out the survey so far. Um, but there's been a lot of eyeballs on it. And that was the main, you know, the main, you know, impetus behind it. So it's just like, Google Docs, <laughs> you know, you didn't even have to build a website, you know, it wasn't even WordPress, don't tell anybody. Uh, but it was just taking two pieces of technology that are fairly commonplace and saying, here's how it can help, you know, these small businesses. Yeah, um, that's great. Have you seen 
what have you have you seen common threads? Have you seen connections made that way? What I mean, what is the, what's been the result so far? It's early, I know. Yeah, I mean, and unfortunately, that's the common thread that there's there's a lot of people that I know that you know, and you you post it out on social media, Instagram, Facebook, stuff like that. They're like, yeah, we're we're gonna take it. We'll, we'll take it uh, and submit our results and all of this stuff. Um, and you know, I, I wish there were more um, based on how many people have looked at it. Uh, you know, people filling out the form, but a lot of people, it's just that uncertainty. That's the common thread. They don't know, you know, how they'll get through it. They don't really know the the financial impact yet because they just simply haven't gone through it. Um, but I've been taking a few of those uh, in the short time I had last week available. And I interviewed, um, I did a little round table of, of business owners. And then I interviewed this one gentleman who owns a, a hair salon, talking about how he had to lay everybody off that works for him. And uh, the impact that's had and he was targeting April to open up. But now we just from Massachusetts said that all non-essential businesses are closed, I think until April 7th or something like that. So everyone's kind of learning this stuff along the way here. Um, but my sort of self-charged task at hand is to hopefully just, you know, use the, 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 the podcast platform to just keep telling these stories when, traditional media isn't. And it's not that they don't want to, it's just they just can't get to so many people. Yeah, that's a that's a good use of a of a local platform, if ever. Matt, I want to ask you a question. I, I watched your video last week, when I, I think it was last week, and, and I reached out to a couple of my local contacts with an offer of, hey, do you want to help with some digital marketing and some web stuff? And, you know, jump on a call, talk about what we can do, and I'll set it all up for you for free. And I got some, I guess I'll say like a uh, mental and emotional pushback and not the sense I like, oh, I'm not grateful, but it was more not yet, not yet, not yet, or I don't know, I don't think I want to go there yet, or, you know, kind of that folks not really seeing the opportunity, perhaps because if they don't have a website yet, that's not where their brain's at. That's not how they think. That's not where they're focused. And I wonder if you've bumped into that. I know you do a lot with entrepreneurs, but they're going to be thinking all about web-based marketing. Have you, have you bumped into, do you have experience with folks who, you know, maybe aren't website inclined? How do you help them see the light to try to help them and, you know, not ram it down their throats in a, you have to do this, but here's an opportunity and here are some simple ways that we could do this in an afternoon or over a, a full Saturday kind of thing. Yeah, I think a lot of people, especially right now, are they're afraid to ad, admit defeat. Um, not that people are defeated, but they're just, it, it, it's very difficult for them to, you know, maybe even look at this as like some kind of handout or some kind of trickery, like I got, you know, something up my sleeve, like here's a free website. And then next month it's 300 bucks, you know, and they, where did this come from? Um, so I think there's a little bit of that. There's a little bit of an, un, just uncertainty around, you know, just asking for that. I can say that I've put this out, like in that video, I've put this out on my local podcast, put it in my Facebook group, that call I had earlier today, there was about 25 or 30 ish people on that call as well. And I've gotten two emails, <laughs> you know, from, from this, this offering. I suspect there's many people that want to do it. They're just maybe just a little timid to, to reach out and, and ask for that help. Um, I'll tell you the big thing was showing people gift cards. Um, on my other YouTube pl uh, plug-in touch channel, I show people how to uh, use this service called GiftUp. I think it's called giftupapp.com. 
It's almost like the MailChimp of selling gift cards. It's super easy. It's a hosted service. They take a percentage of the gift cards, but in times like these, there's a lot of restaurants that are just doors are shut. You can't go in, you can get gift cards, but a lot of these people don't have the, that technology in place. So I, I know like show, those were the two people that reached out. As soon as I posted about this video on how to set up gift cards, people were like, oh my God, that's what I need, right? They don't know that a website can do all these things. How, how should they? So um, once you can show them some kind of tangible result like that, um, that's when I got the, the, the initial two people to reach out to me. Um, so it's just like everything else. I think that once you can show them something like that, that's when the, that's when the, the light bulb goes off. Um, you know, and, and for the consultants that are out there, you know, we always talk, and I, I'm using the, the collective we here of like other consultants and people that pass on helpful tips <laughs> is we always say, be helpful and you'll get customers, give, 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 and, and you'll get customers. And a lot of times just because things are normal, right? The, the world is normal when you're give, giving that advice out, people look at that and translate that into, I need to put up a blog to teach somebody something, right? I, like they, they, they hear free and give and they just like, well, that's a marketing opportunity, right? Um, I think in times like these, like you literally have to say, I will not charge you anything. Like this is not about making money. This is about knowing that if I can quote unquote save five restaurants and get them some revenue in that their workers will be feeding people who are coming in, who will eventually, you know, buy from me. There's a huge ripple effect in all of this. So you have to detach yourself from, you know, how am I going to, you know, make money from this engagement kind of thing. Right. Um, and this is where, you know, the rubber meets the road of being truly helpful with, with your skill set, not just like, here's a PDF you can download and I'll tell you the top 10 ways to optimize your WordPress site. Those are helpful. Sure. When things are normal, uh, but now is not normal and whatever you can do to give uh, will be super appreciated. I hope by, by the local businesses or nonprofits, you know, whatever, it doesn't have to be just organizations, whatever. Um, you know, I've seen a lot of people do some, some clever things over these last couple of weeks. Yeah. I have a, a Slack group that's, it's, people who are, it's called the business of WordPress. And we've been chatting a lot about how we work with clients, uh, existing clients, other people who need help. And I think most of us are working for free to some extent to help put these updates up. I was saying to Liam earlier, you know, you're not going to say, I'm going to charge you to put a message on your website saying that you're closing for three months or six weeks and you have to let your staff go. That's just not, you, you don't, you can't do that. Uh, and yet we also are business people ourselves. And so I've also seen a lot of concern uh, on how our digital businesses, people will say, oh, you're lucky you work from home already or uh, you work online. But our digital businesses rely on other businesses. When you talk about a ripple effect, um, it is important to support local businesses. And also it's a very hard decision to know what you're giving away for free and, and what you're charging for. Yeah, I mean, this is a time, if any, yeah, to, to you know, if if you put your normal business cap on and, and things are normal, it's like whenever you have that client um, um, consultant engagement, uh, 
And the client's like, yeah, 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 just give me the price. Yeah, 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 let's just get this thing going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, no, we have to do discovery. We can talk about pricing strategy. We can talk about long-term support. Oh, no, no, no. So, the, you know, now the tables are turned a little bit. Okay, <laughs> now you can say, look, here's how I'm going to help you. There's no going outside of this box. As long as you agree to this, this, this will work for you. And, uh, you know, you can put it on some uh, very affordable hosting or whatever you can, if you have a, you know, if you're a consultant that has your own server, maybe you host it for them for the next 60, 90 days, but there will be a, an end point to all of this stuff. And then it's at that point, maybe we can talk about transitioning off and maybe you don't even want to make money. Just here, take it, take the website. I'll put it on your own hosting. Here you go. That's part of the arrangement. Um, but now more than ever, through helping all of these folks, if you're a digital consultant, also worried about what's going to happen to your job, hey, maybe the more you can help when these things do turn around, you know, that big nonprofit will turn to you and say, hey, you, you did us a solid or you did the community a solid and we'll, we'll turn to you, you know, for advice or for the next project. Um, and then certainly it sort of helps educate those would-be customers in the long run to say, See, you listen to me. We got it done. We didn't fixate on which color blue your neighbor's daughter's cousin wanted us to use. We just went with what the theme had and we got you a contact form and you sold $300 worth of gift cards, right? Whatever it is. So it's definitely a good time to, to, to sort of uh, slow everyone down from design by committee <laughs> and let's just get this thing to a solid, a solid yeah. platform. Yeah, good point. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's I think it's important also just to realize that you know generosity can hurt, and that's okay. And there are times for us to be generous. To, you know, we have an abundance now, uh, and you know, but in six months will we have abundance? Who knows? In three months will we have abundance? Who knows? But that doesn't prevent us from giving. And I think the the gift with no expectations in return, not even if I help 10 people, maybe somebody will help me back. I think the returns on that are difficult to quantify, certainly in a business way, they're probably nearly impossible. But I, I don't have any examples in my entire life of having really, the few times I've given truly generously of ever having been stung or left dry by that. And maybe that person never paid me back. But somebody yeah. down the road did in some kind of unexpected karma-ish way. And, and, you know, in this time and age, I think we do have to be careful about counting the ways in which we're generous. Yes, we need to take care of our loved ones and our families, but we can do so in ways that might amaze us if we're creative and generous. Yeah. Yeah, something that I've been uh, sort of talking about uh, is is, is keeping the marketing going, right? I know a lot of people don't want, is, it might feel weird for especially a lot of down and out small businesses right now. And uh, that is, you know, keep talking to people, keep posting on Instagram or whatever you're doing uh, because you do want to, you want to stay if, as much as you can top of mind for when we turn around from all this stuff. Matt, we are coming up to just about the, the very end of our, our 30 minutes together. That's our typical recording time. And, and this is a unique recording time, so we don't need to stick to that 30 minutes. But be, before I, I wrap it all up, I just want to ask if there's anything that we haven't covered, if we haven't asked you about, that, we, that, that you haven't had a chance to share that you think would be particularly relevant, really particularly with 
an eye towards the either the digital blue collar worker or the local community. Now yeah, would I mean, be a great time to do so. Yeah, I mean, I I I feel like um, you know that that point about just like giving um, and and not looking at it from just a, a monetary transaction is is very important for folks. Um, but but control it right, like you said. Uh, you know, from our side, if you were just give, giving away, you know, give, 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 you know, WordPress sites, uh, eventually it's not going to be sustainable for you mentally, never mind just like monetarily. Um, you know, uh, I, I'd say that if you're in your local market, definitely turn to local uh, and focus in on what you can do. It's, you know, none of this stuff. I'm naturally a salesperson. I'm naturally okay at knocking on somebody's email box and saying, Hey, check this thing out. Um, it is exactly what I did with the survey. I, I know a bunch of people that are local reporters at both newspapers. And I said, Hey, it is simple. It's just like, Hey, this might be of interest to you. This, this kind of unique thing that's going, that's going on here and sharing that with them. <clears throat> I've reached out to all the chambers and local committees or business um, groups that, uh, hey, I'm available for a Zoom call. If you just want me to show people, want me to show your group how to do a particular thing uh, online, be it podcasting or web, I'm available, right? No, obviously no fee. And I'll talk to you for 45 minutes or whatever of, of what, whatever it is that they might need particular help with. Um, you know, and that'll be hopefully for the, the digital blue collar, some of the currency that you'll be able to trade in um, when this is all, all done. You know? Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. I think a mantra that I like to think about often is this is what I can offer. Thinking about what is in your wheelhouse to offer, what you are able to offer at this moment in time and assess that and offer it and you know, genuinely offer it. This is what I can offer. And yeah. that's the most that you can do. So we appreciate your offering. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yoga studio, like one last real quick, like yeah. yoga studios. I know so many like small, not even yoga studios, but like small boutique fitness instructors and in small little, little places. And I've seen a lot of them turn to just doing like live streams and stuff like that. And maybe use a plugin like Lifter LMS and build like a little membership lesson thing for folks. That one might be a little difficult, but I mean, there's opportunity there to use and leverage WordPress, leverage a skill set, have a little templated thing mm -hmm. and really, you know, light up somebody's opportunity for their business. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Matt, thanks so Absolutely. much. It's really been, it's, it's been a comfort, I'll say, to have you here joining us and talking about how we can be better citizens in our local communities. Uh, really do appreciate that. Thanks for having me. It was great talk. We wish you well. Take care. Thanks, Matt. We'll see you online at themattreport.com and on southcoast.fm. Thanks for taking the time to be with us, Matt. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the show. We sure hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. If you like what we're doing here, meeting new people in our WordPress community, we invite you to tell others about it. We're on iTunes and at hallwaychats.com. Better yet, Ask your WordPress friends and colleagues to join us on the show. Encourage them to complete the Beyond the Show form on our site to tell us about themselves.